This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one with 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 the one Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, well, if, in case you didn't read the sign when you got here, this is the Boys Next Door podcast. Um, I'm Blackberry. Take your shoes off at the door. Act respectful. Don't touch shit. Just look around and welcome. Um, <laughs> are you a shoes off in the house kind of guy? Like when people come over? I don't. I only like when people take their shoes off if they're a high guy and I'm curious about what their feet look like. Okay. Other than that, I really don't give a fuck. But unless you're like, I don't know. Yeah, I've never really been particular about it. I had this one Hawaiian guy come over, and I thought it was so fucking weird that um, he took his shoes off at the door. I was like, oh, respect. Hello. <laughs> I, I usually ask when I go to people's houses. But um, back in a day, like my first apartment, I wasn't a shoes off kind of person. And then I moved, and then I, was, I became a shoes off person again. But then mm-hmm. that wore off. I don't really have come to that much anyway. Um, <laughs> at my last place, I tried to be a shoes off kind of person, but then I ended up getting a dog, so that was out the window. Um, yeah, that. Oh my god, yes, that that one hundred. And now, back to shoes off. Shoes are so filthy. Like they see a lot, they go through a lot, and I like to walk around barefoot. I don't want to be walking around on what I just brought in the house. I get that. But also, I just, I don't know. I'm, I don't really care. So, I mean, I just be looking. I just always think about, like, because Wolfgang randomly shits. So I'm just like, I don't want someone wearing black socks to have my dog's hair all over it, too. That's yeah. kind of annoying. Well, that's so considerate. I just, like, wh- whatever. Whatever flunks, like, dunkster donut. Um, well, you didn't introduce yourself to the people. I said I'm Blackberry, and you didn't say I'm Ken Lush. Hi, y'all. Um, How's it going? Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Boys Next Door Pod. Follow yeah. the Twitter if you dare. I mm-hmm. am over Twitter. Yeah, it's just been one of those weeks where I was just like, mm, maybe this isn't for me anymore. I'm not really into it. The whole uh, verified thing is bl- I'm muting mm-hmm. everybody on my timeline with a check. I'm probably going to get a check soon because I've had Twitter blue since forever. And I prefaced this. And I made a tweet about it. So when I'm getting dragged later for giving an opinion about an artist that someone doesn't like, they're like, you paid for your fucking check, bitch. Shut up. And I'm just like, I've made, already made a tweet. I have the date in the tweet. I'm just like, look, I have Twitter blue. I've had Twitter blue since the first day it launched. Literally, I've not missed a Twitter blue payment. So like, like I'm not doing this for like clout or anything. It's literally just... 
a perk, I guess. Like, it's just so stupid. Well, I love you very much, but you're going to get muted. Oh, my God. Why? Like, am I, like, going to appear more or something? Like, what? 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 Like, what is no, it? Well, Elon said that basically if you if you don't have the blue chip, if you're not verified, you'll be, like, scrambling an algorithm, essentially. Oh, okay. So, I'll be, oh, okay. So, maybe it'll come in my favor. Great. I never have favor in any other algorithm. So, I'll take Twitter, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I just think it's, like... Now you've already had Twitter Blue. What were the features of Twitter Blue anyway? I know they gave you like bookmark folders or something. I have bookmark folders. I can change the color of my like overall homepage, like they do on like the Twitter web. I can. I had the feature to like edit my tweets like two months early before it came out. Like you get like tons of like all like all the stuff they're testing. You get to test it first to see if, how you feel about it and decide if you want to like. Um, keep it on or off so I usually just be testing the features seriously but um, also I use like that um, the edit button I guess I don't know but I don't really like using the edit button either because it um, it says that you edited it which is weird so I'd rather just <laughs> not edit it and just delete it like a normal person and retweet it yeah I, w I want the edit feature I was I've been against the edit feature for years because you know the girls been campaigning for it I'm like no that's very dangerous we don't need that on Twitter but totally. since I since they still show the original tweet I'm okay yeah with it. yeah same and also you only get 30 minutes to edit it so bitch if you have something come up later on if you don't remember to edit in 30 minutes that's on you bitch so it works out okay well I don't know social media is Weird dragging right dragging me down but it is no nut november is this our first episode of november no no oh no it can't be it's been seven days so it's the 10th oh you that's are that's how i do math you're right you're right but it is no nut november and it's thanksgiving and i am doing friendsgiving at my house that's cute for the first time I'm kind of excited really about cute. it. Not, not. I wouldn't say excited, but it's just like I don't host things, so I hope I don't fuck it up. I'm making a macaroni. You'll overthink it, but it'll turn out fine. And I have to get. I want to have a treat up by then. I'm having it next week, which is the week before Thanksgiving. I have a week. Oh. I have a week and a day to get me a tree. Mm -hmm. And I'm searching for a fluffy white nine foot tree and so far i'm having no luck i hear they're pretty expensive i haven't had a christmas tree since i moved here so i haven't really been looking but the ones i did see last year were like 300 and 400 if i remember correctly but i'm just like oh for 400 dollars for like a week or two it doesn't appeal to me so i'm just like mm, i might not get a christmas tree again yeah i'm not paying that's like three, four, that's like a pair of shortens i'm not paying three four hundred for a tree i've seen some trees oh. that i can get the most i ever paid for a tree was like 180. okay um from home depot and then i think i paid like 150 for i had one from walmart one time i like to get the big seven and a half foot trees but you know my ceilings are a little I higher. I want to take it up a lot higher. So I'm trying to find a nine foot tree, at least an eight foot tree. No, that makes a difference. A huge one. Like, um, if you have like a, like the Christmas tree is like the, the center piece of the fucking room during the holidays. 
And so, like, you can't have it too small or too big, or it just looks weird. So. Yeah, but I, I like I like I like my trees kind of big. I just don't. I don't have no. I've never had guests. So mm-hmm. every time I've ever put up a tree is just me looking at the tree for the sake of having it. Because I, I, <laughs> I love Christmas. No, I get it. Um, and Christmas has been weird the last couple of years, but I think totally. I'm ready to do my tree Embrace again. Embrace it. You know? Yeah. You have to go through those like little periods of just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. And just like reprogram and refocus and then go from there. It usually makes a huge difference. Okay, so speaking of, well, I don't have a transition, but I kind of wanted to talk about this show that I watched on Netflix. Have you seen it? It's called From Scratch. Everybody's been talking about it. No, I don't really check out Netflix much. You should watch it. You would like What's it. What's it about? I can't really say too much, but it's it's mm-hmm. really a love story. This girl, she's... She goes overseas to study. Well, she's in school mm-hmm. to be a lawyer, right? She's from Texas, mm-hmm. but she goes to Italy to study abroad, to study the arts. And she mm-hmm. finds love over there, and they build a life over here and stuff. It's just a love story with um, a lot of sadness. But it's all rooted in like the incredible love that these two have for each other i boohooed cried the entire last two episodes mm-hmm. um i hope my voice is being picked up because i'm i boo cried the entire last two episodes i have been mm-hmm. fighting back the tears it's only eight episodes but it's so good. i almost made like a youtube video like immediately after i watched it to like give like a raw review but i was like i don't want to look back on this and feel corny because i'm talking about just finished you know you just finished crying your eyes be puffy they be red you know glossy i didn't want i don't want to look back on that and be like you dumb corny bitch you crying on the internet so i had the The worst feeling don't do it yeah well also i had this tweet that's been in my drafts for a minute and um i kind of wanted to talk about it Okay, so okay. it's from the it's from at I of Scotty. I'm sure. Do you know who this is? I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. He's a photographer, whatever. But anyway, he cheated. I mean, he cheated. He tweeted. <laughs> oh, that that escalated swiftly. <laughs> well, it's a Freudian slip, and you'll see why. He tweeted, "Being cheated on ain't that deep, but y'all not ready for that conversation." And I just wanted your take on this because um how do you feel about being cheated on is it that deep is cheating a deal breaker like what's your thing i always get asked this question and my answer has not changed at all in the past probably like seven years so it's probably not going to change now um my stance when it comes to cheating is just respect me enough to make sure i never find out because the moment i find out you'll really just have to deal with me. And I just, I will feel bad for any guy that has to deal with me when I'm just like not fucking with it. And so um, if we're together and you cheat, your lifestyle will change because I will drastically remove myself. But I also feel like if someone cheats on you, it's, or if you're cheating, something's missing somewhere or there's a disconnect somehow that you need to 
realign and refocus and see if it still makes sense to even do the thing. Because half the time, when you're cheating, you're just looking for someone, something, some feeling, something that you're not getting or else you wouldn't be cheating. And so it's just like the hard part about cheating for other people is just like, how could you go to someone else when I'm right here? Well, you're not there. So that's why I went to someone else and their dick was good. So I understand that. But do you think that people always cheat because they're missing something or do people just cheat because they want to cheat? It depends on the situation. If you're dating a hoe that is known cheater, then yeah, they're they're a cheater. But if you're dating a bitch that don't cheat and they cheat, what what the fuck is the lapse of judgment that made that happen? Yeah, cheating for me is is not that deep because I'm just gonna leave you. So it's just I guess <laughs> I don't understand that statement. Repeat it and explain. It's, it's it's it doesn't have to be that deep because we don't even have to discuss it. If it's it. not that deep, just shut up and eat your pancakes. Yeah, I'll be eating them alone. Then it's deep. Then it's not deep because we're done. I don't understand that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's gonna be so clear and evident to me. That this is not somebody who I need to be around because I can't trust you and you are a liar. Because a big part of cheating is lying. What if you're honest about it? After you've already cheated, you've already done the lying. What were those? What if there was no lie before the cheat? Like you did, they didn't ask what you were doing. They don't ask what you do. They do not ask. The lie. The lie is. The lie is if we've. If, if you've entered into a relationship with me, I, I would have made the terms very clear that that's a no-no. So if you do it, totally. that means you've broken something and you lied right. about it. Because you, and it, it takes action to cheat. So like, you're obviously totally. gonna be doing something that you're not normally doing if you're cheating on me. There's, there's some lies Maybe. up in there. Never know, things happen. Yep, and I'm going to happen to pack my shit. That's why bitches get cheated on in, in, in secret. <laughs> because the minute you tell them, bitches react like that. And that was that is what actually leads to the lie. Well, listen, I'm, I don't know if you are for or against cheating. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'm neither. I'm whatever makes sense in that person's relationship for them is what I support. Because people have different rules and regulations for their relationships and what matters to them and all that shit. So if someone's cheating leads to you want to leave or so pack your shit you, up. So for you, though. Mm-hmm. What about it? If somebody cheats on you. We'll have to have a discussion. It's not an automatic deal breaker. No, because there's a lot of other things that are worse than cheating for me. So Like? Um, not sharing yourself, not being open, not communicating, um, not giving. There's a lot of stuff that's worse than cheating. Cheating is more of a selfish act. Cheating, people are usually hurt by someone cheating because they're, like I said earlier, like they feel like, hey, like why would you not come to me for that? It's an ego thing. It's not a solvent thing because if that's the case, you would try to solve the issue. It's an ego thing. Your ego is hurt that someone is not choosing you at the very moment that you're deciding suddenly to viciously care about them. Like, it's weird. Like, if you're, if like, if you get cheated on, 
if you get cheated on and you're not present in a relationship and you're not giving your all in a relationship, then you should not give a fuck. But if you're giving your all and you're doing all this shit and you're going above and beyond for someone and they cheat, then yes, tweak out. But if you're literally contributing shit, not giving shit, you should be privileged to live in that, that they're not asking you for dick anymore or sex anymore. It's a privilege, okay? Because you don't care that much in the first place. It becomes a roommate situation. So now you have a roommate, I guess. And if you choose to not renew the lease, you don't renew the lease. It's up to you. I can understand that. But, um, no, I can I can understand that. But I, I don't know. It's just... It's always it always has. It's been. almost one of those situations where until you've done it or gone through it, yeah, you really don't know how to actually like talk or or process it. But see, I know me. You like, know you outside of that situation. No, but just like in general, like once yeah. I feel like somebody has betrayed me in such a way, mm-hmm. I'm gonna resent you, and then me being resentful and any relationship with anybody is just it's not gonna work because but that's if we're yeah. not gonna be happy i'm just gonna be annoyed but that's also a per- that's also a personal choice people choose to heal people choose to get over shit people choose to move on and people choose to work through shit but it's also a personal choice if you choose to sit there and not care or choose to sit there and turn a blind eye so it's either or really <laughs> It's like it's fifty fifty. Yeah, you I'm the I'm the I'm the person that's about. gonna choose to heal alone because I'm breaking up yeah. with your ass. We're not. We don't. 100%. We don't have to do with this. But I do think about like friends and family situations where I thought like, okay, I'm done with this person. We're done, and then we end up making up. And then it's like, well, I just don't know. Like, I feel like a partner, somebody you're dating, somebody you're with. That's a different type of. 100. Commitment that they make to like I didn't you I didn't grow up with you I don't know you from a can of paint we met each other and be and became who we are together etc cetera, etc cetera. and then you did this it's not like I have no I don't know I don't know I obviously no, can't I predict it. the future but um, you just never know I feel like different situations bring out different aspects of how you process shit and once you process it the best to your ability in that moment it's up to you to decide what actually works and doesn't work for you personally like outside of ego outside of all that shit you have to realize like what makes you happy i agree i um, am obsessed with divorce court as you know mm-hmm. i think we talked about this or maybe not but mm-hmm. um anyway i was watching this one episode and um, this is not even what they were dissolving the situation over, but one thing that came up was um, the guy being very flirtatious and um, how it was basically annoying to the wife. And uh, I just wanted your opinion on how do you f- how do you feel about being with a partner, or how would you feel if you were ever in this situation? Who's like a naturally flirty person? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was more. Um, it was more, but it, I lost well, it. <laughs> oh, well, in general, I'm one of those people. I I after this episode, everybody's gonna be like, "You're not dateable," but that's totally okay. 
I don't care about like my boyfriend or partner being flirty at all. Um, as long as that same amount of attention and energy and output is given to me first, then I don't give a fuck. Like I like if you date like a hot guy, you can't be mad at people like flirting with him. Like it's just it's just what happens. If you date a popping guy, you can't be mad at someone sliding in their DMs or tweeting them and all that shit. Like it's just it's just how it works. And like going into like a situation or a relationship, like expecting someone to just be like a fucking monk and just like not look at anyone or not flirt or just like is this not realistic? Okay. It depends for I me. Base, I base all relationship on like what's realistically like life. Like I yeah. feel like people put all, too much emotions into like the actions of others instead of pro- making sure they're putting that attention into how they process those actions. You know, like like I know that you did this, but let me take a second and see how it makes me feel in the long run and how I overall just like feel about it and i feel like we don't give ourselves enough time that it really processes it process anything really we're very instant we're very fast we're very reactive like even like earlier like when you were mentioning like you crying crying about that show randomly you're not an emotional person but it almost drove you in that moment to post a video on youtube showing emotion like everything happens in difference and just based off situation I've dated guys who are like, you know, well, whores. I guess popular or whores or, <laughs> um, but I've never had anybody just like openly flirt in my face. But so like somebody, so them being approached, it's not a good feeling, but them being approached is not like really an issue for me. It's just like, okay, hi, mm-hmm. I see you. But right. if, the flirting back, I know for me, I'm not a jealous person, but I be getting jealous. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm human. That's how it be. I'm human. Yeah. So, like, if I, that would bother me. Like, if I was dating somebody who was just like openly flirtatious and not even like oblivious to the fact that they're flirting with somebody, like, you're deliberately trying to piss me, you're like, you're trying to make <laughs> me go to jail. <laughs> yeah. And that's how it be, though. Like, like, I feel like, that also comes down to the relationship and the person you're dating. Like, before you get with someone, you should probably, like, figure that kind of shit out. Like, that's, like, usually, like, my... If we're, if we're, if I'm considering dating you or considering taking you serious, I have to go out with you in an environment with other people in other situations just so I can see how you react. That's me now. My, my older brain is like, hey... Pay attention. Can we talk about this last week? Those red flags. Pay attention to those red flags and like take note of them. But if like you choose blindfully to go in a situation with a whore or a flirty or popular person, whatever you want to fucking call it, and you and they're being themselves, you can't be mad at that. Like you can't you can't fault them for being who they are without you <laughs> in front of you. This is why that's that's respectful. This is that's actually very respectful. This is why it's very hard for me to determine whether or not I will be good for a polyamorous type of relationship. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, like I'm definitely of the thought that, you know, we don't belong to anyone. Nobody really owes you anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing is personal. I believe all of that. Mm-hmm. But I got abandonment issues and that's my own mm-hmm. thing. And I have like 
other triggers so i just feel like i wonder if me being in a polyam because i'd be thinking like you know being poly sounds kind of cool you know you got two or more niggas you know mm-hmm. never without nothing never with the- oh, okay but even with that when one's giving you a headache you the other one might be giving you a headache too so that's two niggas two problems I don't know. My computer is okay. Sorry, guys. Um, say that again. Yeah, but like um, when you're dating two niggas, your the potential of double the headache is worse. And I don't want I don't want a headache from any nigga. Yeah, ever. that's the thing about men. Like it, signing up for a man is signing up for a headache, and you really don't have to do that. And then to do that with more than one. Yeah, like why? Like I understand having multiple dicks around and all the other shit. Like of course variety but also like is it worth it is it really worth having to be the middle man like let's say like bob and bob and evan is arguing now and now you're in the middle you gotta you like it's just too much like i don't i don't i don't want to be involved i don't want any parts leave me the fuck alone i always say though that i do want to be a somebody's unicorn right that sounds fun because you get to just you you come when you're requested and you leave when you want to. Or I don't stay know. I never thought about. Want. I never thought about being a, a call girl, so I don't know. It's not a call girl. They come when you come when you want, and you leave when you want. You're the cu- you're this couple's person. Call, yeah, they call you when they need a third, and you come on call yeah. to their to, to the resident, and you do what an on call girl do. Yeah, but call girls get, get bust down. I'm just doing this because yeah, I like gonna, to do it. So you're a whore. <laughs> so you're a whore. <laughs> Great. So you're a prostitute. Not a prostitute. You're just a whore. <sighs> and so, yeah. No, I, I just can't. Like, I, First of all, I don't want to be a part of anybody else's mess. It don't have Leave to be me mess. Alone. It's just sex. I don't want to be a part of nobody's sex <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't exclusively mine. <laughs> oh, I miss I'm sex. I'm just not interested. I miss sex. It's been a while. I've I've yeah. been so close to making some calls, but you know, or you know, not calls. You know, you text people, but I'm trying to think. Mm, well, yeah, no. I just feel like I'm wasting away. Uh, like it's not that serious. I definitely don't need it that bad. But like it's been a while, and it's to, it's my own fault. But I, just, I get that. Mm. Yeah. I just right now I read I was watching something earlier in it, and the girl was just like basically along the lines of she wants to be valued and I talk about this all the time on here too like she has to feel valued outside of her body and I was like yes that's it and so it's just like when a guy is like commenting me now it's just kind of like okay cool I appreciate it but it's just like the guys are just like you should let me come over and we can smoke. Yeah, you want to do and just like yo. No, like, I don't. I don't interested. like that. That's gross. I don't. Yeah, like if I tweet something and I share it on my uh, Instagram, the same fucking guy, he will click through my entire story, find something like that and react to it. I'm just like, this is why you will never see the kingdom. <laughs> you will never. You will never touch these gates ever. Like ever. Like not even on this planet. And you show me your dick, and it's ugly and small. That's not how I'm answering the game. Yeah, I um, I don't like people who are overly pushy or like a little too forward when it comes to that type of stuff. Like, 
if the vibe just happens to go that way, yes. that's how we end up. Guys going. hate vibes. But guys hate when like I like yeah. Mm, I get very frustrated talking about that because it's like I will be like I really don't want to fuck, but if you want to chill, you can chill. Uh, mm, I'm okay. Okay, well that's exactly why you'll never fuck because I literally just laid the ploy down for you. Because yeah. what I do and niggas don't fucking understand this. I tell you you're not getting ass, and then you can get ass once you get here. I just don't want you expecting that shit from me. Because what if I change my it's mind? What if I want to eat some hot wings real quick? And it's not yeah, sexy. I don't, I, it's not. And it's weird. Like, like, like I've been chilling with the same guy now for probably about, like, since maybe July. And every time he come over, the intensity of it all is just there. It's just, like, like we both know, but we're both, like, we're on a mission now. We, we're not doing this. And so it's just, it's. I enjoy that energy, like the sexual chemistry. I enjoy that, like, <laughs> like, uh, and so that's what I personally enjoy. And when a guy takes that away from me, it makes me feel less in control. And I'm, no one's taking control from me ever again. Well, in a in a physical sense, I do want somebody to take control of me. Like, I just want to be like Elastigirl. girl. Like, I want I want to be stretched. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be stretched out. I want to be flipped around. I want to be. Fo- I want an elastic booty hole when we finish. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound appealing at all. It doesn't. Whenever but- y'all, whenever <laughs> y'all talk about getting ran the fuck down and plowed through, all I imagine is y'all rosebuds sticking out the back of y'all boxers and in the bed and all this stuff. I'm just like, I'm not interested at all. Like, there's nothing appealing about that. Like, I love to get fucked to death. Like, I want to get fucked to death. Like, fuck me to death. Okay, so what's but the difference <laughs> between that and what you just My said? asshole isn't hanging out 10 minutes later after. But you can, you can <laughs> get gutted without getting... Uh, I get I get gutted without prolapse right. all the time. Right. All the t- Well, not all the time. When I was fucking. All the time. But I won't even say what I was going to say because I was going to be mean. But I legit... It's just no. I haven't got gutted in probably about like six years. Now I don't like like extremely rough sex. Like you know how I you do. know how white guys fuck. Like they just be like, like love it. Like barbarians, like cavemen, like no rhythm, just all pounding, no stroke. I don't I like that. Love it. I want your hands on my throat while I'm laying on my back, and you're pounding away. You want somebody pounding you with no rhythm, no sensuality, no. Well, that's what I consider most hookups anyway. You're just getting it done, so. But you can still fuck in a passionate way, and it's just it's still yeah. like really it's like rough fucking, but it's not like. So basically, you're saying don't have sex with a white guy. Don't have sex with me like I'm a doll. Have sex with me like I'm a human. I get that. Like I'm not a sex toy. I don't like that type of sex. Right. No, I get that. I can't relate, but I get it. I don't. I don't know if I'm. I'm really explaining it right. Like okay. Like okay. So when I say rough, I mean like. Because, of course, I like it rough. I was raised by Lady Gaga, first of all. Second of all, um, when I say rough, I just mean like, like, 
like I don't know. I just I just I just like I I feel you don't you don't want like um, I wanted to I have rhythm. I, I wanted to have passion. I wanted I want of course I want the choking, the spitting, the slapping. Like that's the type of rough I like. But when I say right, I guess I just I guess I really do mean like a white guy, like straight, like how straight <laughs> white guys fuck. Like I don't want that. That's not hot. This this, this booty hole is blacks only. Like I'm like I don't I don't consider my I don't see that changing for real ever now. And so I'm just like not interested. I would smash a white guy, but I just mm-hmm. I I can't, I had a really nasty experience with a white person the other day, and it just it, for some reason it was a white woman. It wasn't like you know nothing sexual or nothing, but totally. she was a customer. I just I just it just reminded me why I can't be up on white you smelt people the imi- you smelt the slavery i smelt the racism i just and i just feel yeah. like if i date a white guy like his parents are gonna be racist um totally like i could never date a white guy I, i've i've sucked some white guys dicks it's nothing like that's normal but other than that like i can't see myself dating a white guy but i just i just i can't imagine being with okay I can try. I can, I can, I can, I want to try some pink meat. Some white guys got some really big, pretty cocks, mm-hmm. and that's the only very, way you can describe them is with the c word. <laughs> yeah, it's they're they they be very pretty, vain. They're um very um. It's just you get the full like the spectrum of what a dick looks like when it's like a cock, mm-hmm. a cock, and so <laughs> c a w k cock. And so it's just like I just, yeah. But other than that, like mm, I told y'all, I like I always, the I like the word cock. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, we know you're a cock um, <laughs> evangelist, <laughs> evangelist cocksmith. But I just I I don't know. I'm just not I'm not there mentally. I haven't found a right guy, a white guy that was right enough to even like make me not wonder if he smells when he's fucking, or like shit like that. And that throws me off. Like I, the the ghost of Steve Lacey is not in me right now, so I'm not even trying to do it. Sticking to my Black Kings. Like I'm sticking like right now. I think I mentioned it before. I'm totally in my. Um. <laughs> I like I like boys. What kind of boys? Boys, boys that smell like boys, they handle you like boys, they grab your waist. That, oh, so the boys um, you've been liking. Yeah. Trade. No. I I talked to a I mean I I okay. So I was thinking about this this week too, and I was just like, I don't really want I don't really like like to like trade. But the gays don't give me what I need. The gays don't just. But you like gay trade, afraid. or you I like mean, straight trade? I like. <laughs> I like. Uh, you are a gutter snipe. <laughs> I love straight trade, but I I totally get gay trade. But gay trade don't be. They're afraid of me. Yeah, cause they they, I, the thing about gay trade is like. Well, well, yeah. The thing about gay trade is like they be want to get fucked too. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm not doing that. You can go put your wig on and go find somebody that'll do that for you because that's not happening. Yikes. Well, you know what? We did not light the blunt. No, we didn't. Would you like to light the blunt? <laughs> <laughs> you're hilarious. Like you're really sick in the head. I just want you to know that because I'm seeing through you. Mm-hmm. I think we should like the one. We have to do it for the people. Where's my eye? 
um, 30 plus minutes into I'm afraid this. to light it. Why? Because I'm being very nice today. Well, just light it imaginarily. That's a very fat blunt. You must have, you must got some money. No, um, no, I like fucking like. Is that how you always wear blunts? Yeah, I always wore roids. I went to the dentist the other day. This is fucking expensive. Don't go. Just let your teeth fucking rot and fall out. Tell me about uh-huh. it. And she was telling me, she's like, you're not supposed to smoke 30 minutes before bed. And I'm like, huh? And she's like, like you yeah, got a procedure or something? Um, I'm going to have one. I kind of want like. Wait, before you continue, are they are they going to make you have a root canal? No. Okay, I'm about to say I, don't um, do it. It's not worth I it. I don't. I don't have any cavities. I have my my dentist said I have amazing, beautiful teeth. I just have to go and get them cleaned and a couple other things done. So, but um, yeah. So, you're if you smoke before a bed, what happens is it affects your gums, mm-hmm. and so from smoking somehow like your inner nervous system, whatever your your like gums and like the actual root of your teeth dry out. And so then before you go to bed, your mouth is now dry. Like your gums are dry. Your teeth are like dry from smoking before bed. So you're supposed to smoke 30 minutes before bed so that your teeth have time to heal and all that shit and drink some water. Wait, you are, get, you get aren't. Back. You aren't supposed to, I mean, you're supposed to smoke 30 minutes before bed. Like, it, like if you're sure going to smoke, just let 30 minutes lapse. Y- yes. And then go to sleep. I mean, that's usually so how I go anyway, unless you fall asleep. I child, child, I will like, I, my bedtime routine is I literally, I work out, then I go, I go hit my blunt and I take my ass to bed. That but you be sleeping 30 minutes? Child, I can, if I touch this pillow on the right time, it's a, <laughs> it's a wrap. I, I guess I'm in insomnia. But back to, back, you were saying something about, um, it was a story. Oh, I think you just told the story. <laughs> yeah. But that makes sense though, that because I didn't know that weed definitely does dry you out, and we think about smoke and like how toxic it can be. Even though it's weed, the the tobacco can still like cause a little issue. Yeah, my dentist was like, "What type? What do you smoke?" I'm like, "Uh, uh, I mean, she like, what like, what do you smoke your weed with?" And I'm like, "Oh, I I use leaves." She's like, "Okay, good." I'm like, "Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page because um." Swishers and all that shit and and duchess everybody love they duchess I hate duchess and all that shit like unless you get a dutch leaf or a game leaf but all that has tobacco in it still and it's still so the bad. leaves don't have no tobacco in no it. tobacco it's leaves okay so Literally. I'm gonna start by because my sister just she said she started using them too yeah they're good I could, but I, you I gotta, smoke dutch, once you learn but, how to roll it it's fine it's a backwood but I'm not gonna have to put a lot of weed in because I don't like smoking like that. Uh no, bitch! I just loaded her up. I remember, remember that one time I wrote a struggle blunt and it la- and it did what it needed to do. Like you can just and also I don't I like this boy told me you crumble your weed up too much and so I stopped crumbling it up and so I've been leaving it fatter lately. That's why why this also looks as packed as it is. I used it is to I used to be well. a crumbler too, just with my hand. Yeah, but I have a grinder. Yeah, it's a waste of weed. Not a waste of weed, but you use more yeah. weed when you don't grind it up. Totally. Totally, totally. So could so I cut lately, a leaf just, in half? Like if I didn't want to use the like whole from thing? outside? No, like okay, no, so like if I wanted oh, to no. roll oh, one so, of those, do I need to use that whole piece of paper to do that? So that that whole thing right here is probably smaller than that. And you have to square it. Because leaves aren't even because right. leaves aren't even. So you have to square it so it goes from like like the size of your like it literally is the size of your phone screen by the end of the fucking time you end up rolling. So 
is really dependent. Okay. But let's like this. Let's like this to living in your truth mm -hmm. and not letting anyone discourage you from being who you should be and what you want to be out of life. My chest is caving in because you're holding back, and I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna clamp my tongue. I'm gonna light this blunt. <laughs> my mom told me. She mm -hmm. said, hey, I want you to go on the podcast and have the best episode ever and speak your mind. Well. So I'm going to speak my mind in 3.5 seconds. It feels so good. How many blunts do you smoke a day typically? I think, I'm sure we talked about this before. One. But, okay. I smoke one. Um, what happens is I'll like, like if I'm smoking this right now, it'll generally last me, the bottom half will last me till the next day. So I smoke on that. So like a blunt and a half, really, depending on how, depending on the day, chat. Depending on the day, it's usually a blunt for me. And I'm just like you, like I was, sometimes I'll smoke, like if I'm off and I'm at home, yeah, I'll probably end up bad. doing like two blunts a day, maybe. But most of the time, like I come home, I got a little bit of left. I, I I put my duchess in my new blunt. That's how I do mine. So, I mean, my roaches in my new blunt. And I roll up. Ooh, spicy queen. And then I smoke that down. By the time the morning come, I got half left. But I try not to smoke in the morning. So I come back at the. So really, I smoke like half a blunt <laughs> a day when you think about it. But yeah. maybe like in 24 hours, a whole blunt. Yeah. I went to Target today and got a bunch of smell goods. Cause I had some extra money and I was like, I could buy a, a pair of jeans okay. or I can go to target and get some smell good stuff in my house. So I got some candles. I got a room spray. I'm burning a candle right now. My house smells so good right now. This is a Pampas candle. <gasps> Almost lit the microphone on fire. Child, it's been so aesthetic and cute. It gives me Kim, that is cute. Kim Kardashian. I got the matching room spray. Yeah, it does. I got another one for the bathroom. I got some ocean ocean scented for breeze. When the gays when the gays get into scent, shall they lose a fucking? I'm person. into scent. I was never mm -hmm. a scent person until like maybe I want to say like a year ago when I started dating this guy. Very briefly, he the one of the first things he ever bought me was a candle. I was like, oh, that's, that's so nice. Guess. And the candle, and I still have the candle. It's still a because it was a big candle. I still have like a good chunk of really? it left, and it's like eucalyptus and bergamot. I think it is. I yeah, so amazing. So my candles only last like two weeks. I burn my can. I have. I usually go for three weeks. They burn faster, I guess. But they're supposed to make the scent more intense. But um, when I do, when I don't use candles anymore, I usually use I use wax now. But um, when I use when I did use candles, it lasts. <laughs> I would get like forever mood candles, the best. And I, the only only reason I might start switching back to candles, cause I want to try this brand called Boy Smells, um, and it's like really unique like scents. And there's like there's like Kush purple Kush scent, but it's like it's like it's like infused with like other. It's like really popular, really amazing. So Boy Smells, if you all have tried them before, let me know. There's like forty five fifty dollars a candle, but still. it's called let me Boy know. Smells. Mm -hmm. It's really good. They're really, really cool. They have a lot of collaborations with a lot of celebrities and shit, too. Okay. Well, they need to collaborate with the boys next door since they just got that free promo. Oh. 
Use I'm thinking about use that. Use promo use code, code BND10 for 10% off your next order. <laughs> wow, I manifest that for us. I love that. We're going we're going we're going to get it someday. Um damn, there was something I wanted to say and I totally forgot. What you want to get off your chest today? I don't have anything to get off my chest anymore. I I'm so like at a place in life where I'm just like I'm glad I see everything for what it is early instead of late. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if I wasn't as analytical about everything and everyone around me, a lot more shit will get me to snap than it it does. Um, Me and my mom were having a conversation, and it was like, she was like, you're not a patient person. And I'm like, I'm very patient. I'm easily irritated, and that's the issue. The issue isn't that I can't wait or I don't like to wait or anything like that. It's that the issue comes in when I feel a certain type of way. <laughs> so like I'll like I'll do something and it won't and it like oh for instance, um I don't know what example to even use, but I'm highly I get irritated extremely fast. You can say something I don't like and a storm cloud will come out. But it takes a minute for me to get to that point. <laughs> like, once I get to that point, I'm there. So if that day is a rough day, I'm irritated. And so I'm trying to work on being less irritable. And I feel like the best way to do that is to always analyze everything and everyone around you. Because then you're never wrong about anything in life. Because you know. And people will try to hide the truth from you. And people will try to run away to other states away from you. But the truth remains that you knew. And they were afraid that you knew. Exactly. And I will always know. Period. Because Chris Jenner knew. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically like the black Christian. <laughs> she got a lot of like, money. That's a good. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, 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 like literally the moves she makes are, are amazing. We don't talk enough about Chris Jenner. She, We're talking about the. I want to be her. Let's be clear. Yeah. yeah she, she gets it. She's a business. Now that's a business woman. Mm-hmm. Like she gets it. And she takes it to a whole nother level of just like being aware. And I think the best thing about her being aware is that she's always in the back. Like she's always in the cut. Like that's, that's like, she's in the cut. Like that bitch ain't out like that. Like you don't hear about her business until people get mad about, mad at her about shit. And then they're leaking shit. Wait, you think, but, do you think she really fucked Drake? Oh yeah. 100%. And so I can see it. She definitely, Yeah. I mean, that's, that's that bitch pussy has niggas vagina. going insane. Yeah, that pussy, that bad bitch pussy have black niggas losing their fucking shit. She probably slides on a longer wig. And you know, and you know what happened when she slides on that longer wig? She like Kim Kardashian now. <laughs> so now you're not, now, now you're not fucking grandma. You got the real deal right here. Okay. And she, and, and, and her pussy got miles Super on it. Super freaky grandma. What do you think about Cher and Love that it. little boy? What's his Cher's, name? Cher. I don't know um, Amber Rose ex, but Cher is like when I say Cher is an icon, an idol, like a legend. Like she is the moment of this year, next year, and the years of next year, of like of like after year. And like she is that bitch. Like Cher has always been that bitch. But we don't talk about Cher. We talk about Madonna old crusty ass a lot. But Cher was out here popping that pussy too. That bitch was a slut too, and she's an old slut. She was a hippie weed head cokehead slut. So her pussy goes. 
And so she probably and the, and she probably approached that man first. He down on his luck. And that old pussy smelt that down ass black man and was like, you know what? He needs me. I feel like if I'm it's, if I'm seventy six and I'm dating a thirty six year old, like I, at that point, it ain't gonna be like cheating is a deal breaker, nigga. Dude, I know I'm seventy six and I know you thirty six. I'm here to get my back crack, and I know you probably want to crack some other bags. Well, listen, I'm living my life. First of all, it's more so the fact of like <laughs> that's a bad bitch. Like you oh, you wrinkly, and I know that body ain't giving what it used to give because share body in the day used to be that body. Like let's not she sleep on share body. Yeah. yeah, and that bitch long and leggy she's too. Still, like come hot on. Age, yeah, think. she's still hot for her age. So you have to put like an asterisk. She's like, oh, you're hot, but she's not. She was not hot no more. And so it's the difference. And so, yeah, like like I honestly just imagine share just like, yeah, you know, like hey hey baby, you want to hey you know you know how she talks. She like hey man hey. Hey, sugar, come over here. Oh, you down? Huh? Huh? What's wrong? And then you know how that goes. Everybody and on the, she, you know, the, you know she, the internet. She took that teeth out. You know the internet. Everybody trying to make it seem like it's predatory for her to do it. But it's like, it's he's a fully grown, like the man is almost 40 years old. There's no way to like, you have to be very s- stupid to get, I don't, See, I don't want to say nothing crazy, but like there's These nobody. are the people. Those are the people we should be banning up against, not us with verification checks. We need I to think we can do two things at one time. I think Twitter has proven <laughs> that it can't. So, <laughs> so let's not count our our, our chickens before they hatch, child. We're gonna focus on one yeah, thing. I think we should get the idiots get the idiots out. Like like people literally get on Twitter. That's why they should pay. <laughs> You should pay to be this stupid. <laughs> that is the only way. You, that is the only way you should be allowed to be as stupid as some of these bitches are that live yeah. on this planet Earth. Yeah, everybody just everybody everything on Twitter is a bigger deal than it actually fucking is, and it's like they were trying to cancel Rihanna the other day, and y'all the her website just crashed a couple of days ago. Like y'all are fucking ridiculous. You're not canceling anybody. The only people who yeah. I think really really deserve and actually are canceled. For instance, uh, R. Kelly, which yeah. well, you know, well, I don't know, <laughs> right? Okay, R. Kelly still, R. Kelly still got about forty percent of Americans by a chokehold still, but for uh, the most I, part, I, he ain't getting out of jail. I think, I, wait, wait, I think it's like sixty-seven because the way the aunties <laughs> ain't backing down, child, and uh, aunties outnumber us normal folks okay. by a lot. So I, de- I, I, it's definitely yeah, 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 yeah. And now he getting out too. He getting out. It's, it's some. I read something like like something getting thrown out or something like that. On the I heard mind, one so. of. I I think one of his something he got charged with is likely like is being like I guess the, his lawyers are trying to get it dismissed because they obtained the information illegally. Yeah. So yeah, he about to be free, and then he gonna make a song. But he's not getting out of jail for that. Because he still got other locked, cases to face in, in other states. He's only in prison for one state. The aunties. The aunties. Are eating that box macaroni and cheese and ramen noodles <laughs> every day and paying whatever they gotta pay to get R. Kelly out. The aunties are not playing around. I don't fuck with the aunties. Like the bitches who drive the cat, the Altimas, the Altima, the Altima aunties. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. The Altima aunties ain't playing around with that shit. Like the Altima aunties figure it out. How you think fucking um, Kiki Wyatt is still got a career? The aunties love her. Once you got the respect and the love of the aunties, it don't it don't waver. That's why Nicki Minaj just need to go on over and 
to what she does. <laughs> just su- <laughs> exactly. Just, just um, support, support her people the way she should be supporting them. Yeah. Well, let's hope they continue to support her. Um, okay. Yeah, I saw that earlier. That so. it was just like this thing where it was just no. I saw this thing earlier where it was just like Nicki Minaj was almost being painted as a martyr for like music and it got me to think is she not that she is mm-hmm. but why doesn't she just accept the fact why that, it's the why yeah. for me like like i do think she's like definitely still gets a lot of disrespect in the industry like yeah, but tons. she gets tons. She, I feel like she gets way more love though, and she doesn't focus enough yeah. on that. And that's and that's where I get confused at yeah. because it was kind of like I always think back to like when the whole Lil Kim Nicki Minaj thing was happening, blah blah blah. And and Lil Kim was just like, I want my I want my flowers. Like I want I want you to I want you to give me my flowers, and I want you to respect me and all that other shit. And she was doing her shit. And Nicki Minaj was just like, I I told you I loved you, and okay, <laughs> you still hate me and all that shit. And now it's kind of like the roles are like super fucking reversed, cause these bitches came out like, we love you, Nicki girl, you we love you, queen, we die for you, bitch, yeah. And then it's kind of like now they're kind of like, okay, well, I gave you your love, but now let me do my thing too, ma. And she's not fucking with that shit. She is like, hey, bitch, it's still the time of me. And it's just kind of like, it can still be your time. It can still be these other bitches' time. Without it being a thing where they have to bow down. And I and it's just like, Rihanna's entering this new era. And they want her to bow down. But they don't know. It's just getting started, baby. Where the wheels are just being put in motion. Like, he tried to shut us down over fucking Johnny Depp, and he looked fucking amazing in the commercial. And everybody that fucking watched, they hated it. You fucking hate it. You were so fucking mad. They were so fucking mad that that man looked so fucking good. And they couldn't say shit. I haven't seen it yet. I gotta watch it. Watch, I'm watch it. it tonight. I, watch it high. High with, like, your lights off. Bruh, it's experience. What if I, what if I turn like, on, like, my strobe light? I have I have my lights lit. It was lit. It was it was an experience. I was fucking high. Oh, oh, oh. It's this speech by Taylor Page on there. Bruh. Like it literally was just like I've never heard someone describe something so like perfectly. It was like it was like, you know how you're like, you're gonna watch them, you're gonna watch this Netflix show, you're gonna love it. And I'm just like, <laughs> hmm, I don't know. But it's just like I saw that and it was just like the like I I felt it if and that alone I sold it. This show, you have to watch the first episode of From Scratch. Okay. No, you got to watch the second one because you know the first episodes of some shows be kind of slow. Now wait a minute. But you got to watch the first. You got to watch the first two. Is this a black show? Zoe Saldana is the main character. Oh, okay. She did her she shit. Love? I was like, who's she in love with? Don't she got that? Does she got that long wig on? The wigs in the short? movie was well, a series. The wigs in the series were a fucking oh. mess. But oh, I think I think I think I seen like a picture, and I thought it was another black a black 
passing. It's the it's the woman. other the other girl that looked just like her. I think her name Renee Zellweger. I'm making that up probably, but I I love Renee Zellweger. Is Renee Zellweger black? No, she's white as hell. <laughs> she does. So I'm thinking about somebody else. Who was that girl that looked just like Zoe Saldana? The one that be like the one that was she got turned into a mean. She was like. Um, my mother is a white Ra- woman or something. Or, uh, Rachel Dozel. I love I Rachel, Rachel Dozel. Rachel Dozel is amazing. No, I'm going to Google it right now because it's going to trip me out if I don't get this. Zoe Saldana lookalike. <laughs> That's so stupid. That's because the other person is actually an actress. Dandy Newton. Yes, Dandy Newton. It might have been her. They're doppelgangers. But no, it's Zoe Saldana in the in the movie. Um, okay, I support that. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, and she falls I'll, in love I'll with this Italian man. Her family's from Texas. Her husband is all. It, listen, I don't want to see no. I don't want to see no more interracial love. <laughs> I, <didn't. laughs> I have. I, <laughs> I have. I have officially met my quota. But no, but no, it's not about. Quota. They don't even discuss the racial differences. They don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see that white man face and just be like, child, I can't. He's not white. He's you black people. White. You, you black people. But she was in Italy. It wasn't like she found him in America. Yeah, I don't care where she found him. You, you found, you found a real white man if he's in Italy. That's a real, that's a real cracker. I don't want to see that shit. I'm tired of the Colorado crackers. But it's crackers. a beautiful love um, story. It's not. I don't like love stories. I'm not that. I'm not that person. I don't like love movies. I like movies where people getting shot and like. This is coming hurt. from the same like, person who wants. I know. A deep connection. I know. They have sex. Yeah, totally. That's why. That's balance. <laughs> Learning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. Like I. I literally when I when I need to decompress. You know what I do? I get on Fortnite and I kill people. That's how I decompress. Or I turn on some crimes. I, I like to see other people kill people. Okay, it's relaxing. Just to figure out how what is going on. Like I like the logic behind the video game. I like the I like the nervous and the anxiousness behind watching the true crime. I don't wanna watch bitches fall in love. Ew. I wanna if, fall in if, love. If it changes your mind a little bit, there's severe heartbreak in the movie. No, I don't. Series. Okay, yeah, I don't. I don't like heartbreak and shit like that. Like, like I'm never I'm gonna not convince rom- him, you guys. But if you've watched, from I'm a tourist. I'm a tourist. You know, I'm stubborn as fuck. But it's just, yeah, no, I'm just. I am not interested. I don't watch rom. Oh, I do like Fifty First Dates. That's like one of my favorite movies ever. If you've watched from scratch and you've made it this to this point in the episode, leave y'all know the emoji with the pen and the paper. Leave that in the comments. At at one hour, I'm gonna tell y'all the tea. Well, it's probably now because you know that the intro has to come in and then the ad, <laughs> so it's probably an hour now. Okay, well, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, anyway, so I was being nosy, <laughs> and I like okay, so you know, like episode? you, go, we can because I'm pretty sure people stop listening right now, but I just want to get off my chest. Okay. So you know how like. Um, you you have like the unfollowing apps on Instagram and shit like that. So I'm looking at my unfollowers, and I came across like um, this person's best friend. And so I went to the best friend's page because the the best friend unfollowed me. And I was like, oh shit, bitch! I was waiting for you to unfollow me so I can follow you back. I just didn't know. <coughs> Waited for the cue. <coughs> I got the cue. 
But something was just like, you should go check out this other page too. So I went and I checked it out. And it was just so eye-opening. Shocking. It, it was just unraveling. Because it just like, I'm one of those people, I analyze everything. There's nothing you can do that will ever get past me. Because one way or another, I know. I know. And that's what scares people about me. Because I don't ask the questions that I should ask. Mm -hmm. I ask the questions that I give a fuck about knowing. And that startles people. I'm a very startling person. And I'm okay with that. It's okay to be intimidating. I was talking to a customer earlier. And she was just like, I apologize because I had said something wrong or whatever. And she was like, don't apologize. Because that mistake just made you who you are. And I was just like. Oh, yeah. What a lovely person. I'm not, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm an intimidating person. And I ask the question I need to ask. And I, I get to know people on a deeper level. I can guarantee you conversations that I have with people, you're not going to have with me. Like, you're not going to have anyone else. You're going to only have with me. It's just a type of person that I am. Because I ask weird shit. I want to get to know how you're thinking. Like, you know, how, like, like, I always compare my brain to like a clock. A clock goes... But my brain is operating on a, like my brain is ticking in the, in the midst of every interaction. I'm looking at every facial expression. I'm looking at every body tense. I'm looking at everything that happens and I analyze it because I always want to make sure that what I'm saying is come across. So that's just how I am. That's just how I've always been. As well, not how I've always been, that's how I've learned to be because it makes me feel a lot more comfortable and having a lot more control when I'm communicating put that together so anyway so i dig and i always felt that somebody that i was close with was hiding a part of them or deeper depths of them that they needed to explore and get to know and that they could not get to know ever while we were close and so it just came full circle after looking at the best friends page and then going on to their page that they're finally starting to get the full picture on why they overall lived life for over 30 years, not knowing what love is, not knowing what happiness is and being miserable and faking it. So <laughs> you can never hide yourself from someone that has gotten to know you. You can hide yourself from only yourself. You're hiding yourself. Like, no one's buying these fake aids. Well, I'm not. Maybe, maybe other people will. You can pretend. You can, you can do everything that makes you feel like someone will not know what you're doing or who you are. But there's always someone out there that sees you for the monster in a wig that you are. And that is why you should always be intimidated by me. Because I always see the monster in people. And I'm not afraid of them. Well, <laughs> I think that's an iconic way to end the episode. Take that message, people. 
There are monsters in wigs. Child, and you got to stare the monsters in the wig. You got to stare them in the eyes, child. You'll scare them before they scare you. Because they really ain't shit. They really not. And they're, they're so pussy. They're so scared. And you see the fear in their eyes. You eat it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm entering. This just like I'm got diabolical. My, I'm, like, entering my villain. I've been entering my villain era for, the like, the last two weeks. And I literally just feel like, at this point, I'm about to just go ahead and just slap the green jacket on and paint my face white, child. Because the Joker is out. Be the bad guy, Chun-Li. Why so serious? Well, you guys, um, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Boys Next Door. Don't forget to leave those emojis. Don't forget to leave those emojis. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend about the show. Yeah. And we're going to be doing more stuff soon. We, I know we say this like every once in a while, but we like to get periodic updates on things because we always game plan. And we're always, we're bitches that talk about dick and plans and ideas. We're multifaceted bitches, okay? So you have to plan for We're working dick, on shit. So you might as well plan for life You have as to well. plan. Exactly. Chew that bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever that means. Thank you guys. Bye. <laughs> That is so stupid. <laughs>